You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavs. All right, in three, two, welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer of Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? We are T-minus seven days until media day. Is that real? What? Seven days? Seven days. It's next Friday, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Next Friday is media day and the kickoff of everything. And it feels like it just ended. I was just talking to some Mavs people the other day, and I'm like, does it not feel like for you that it literally just ended yesterday? And it was like, well, we started talking about it. I'm like, well, I did Mavs Gaming. And with my role at Mavs Gaming, I did, like, recaps every, like, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And, right, and it's kind of the same setup. Even though it was gaming, I would talk to them, get quotes, and, like, all this different stuff. So it literally felt like, even though they're not the Maver- actual Mavericks, it was... Like you never, did the same work as the actual Mavericks. Yes. And uh, so it felt like it, it literally never ended. It ended like uh, four weeks ago. and But this is obviously much different. And the Titanic and Luca song together <laughs> uh, will we'll melt your heart. You can uh, you can see that video on my Twitter at Nick Van Exit. You can also follow Isaac at Isaac L Harris, and you can follow the, follow us at Locked On Mavs. We're almost at a thousand. I'm gonna look at it right now. Nine hundred sixty six. We're thirty four followers away from a thousand. Oh yeah, on our Twitter account. On our Twitter Go. account. So I'm Go actually follow us I'm actually Twitter. excited about that because we started that ourselves. Like we started this whole account and just been posting you know some random stuff in the podcast every day and. That kind of stuff. So I'm proud of that. That we're almost at a thousand, and it's a, uh, it's definitely reflective of our loyal listener fan base, and I really appreciate all of you guys. Also, I get these random tweets every once in a while, just people saying how much they love the podcast, and I'm like, yes. and to be honest, it blows me away because the internet is supposed to be this vile place, and yet there are awesome people out there every single day tweeting us, and I'm not like fishing for more compliments because they already come in, so it's you know it's like I'm asking. No, for and more. that that. That's why I share some of them sometimes, yeah. like on Twitter, and like when people like will uh, will tweet at some because I don't know. I just feel like we don't have enough positivity on this website, so therefore, not that we get uh, a ton of hate mail every now and then we do uh, over some opinion that we'll have. Yeah, um, but the big, but uh, like the positive stuff outweighs the negative stuff. Oh, a lot. Yeah, about like ten times the amount. Um, Which makes me think, anyway. you know how people say that if people are, are bashing you for something, you're doing something right? This <laughs> makes me wonder, like, uh... Like Bill Simmons. Everybody loves to bash yeah, Bill Simmons, hates but Bill he's Simmons, like but the he... goat of media. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, today we are getting to our final starting rankings. We're going to be doing the bench players also um, next week on Monday, I think. Uh, but today we're doing our center, starting center rankings. So we're ranking every single starting center in the NBA, 1 through 30. Uh, this is who we would take next year, who we think is basically better just going into next year. So there is a little bit of potential, you know, guys 
moving up and moving down based on potential because we think that players maybe will improve from last year to this upcoming year. And so we'll we'll look at all that. But this is just who we think is the best players, and then we'll we'll compare the two. And uh, we've had some pretty good we've had some pretty good back and forth as far as players that we would take and the biggest difference that we would have. And uh, we've put them all as polls on the on lockdown Mavs. And each uh, each of these positions, we've at least had one good <laughs> debate between two players that we've had a big uh, difference of rankings on we should make a lineup i like get the very oh, end after this one we'll, it's in my plan yeah we'll do a lineup where it's like whose lineup would you rather have because it's gonna be the biggest differences between yes me and so Isaac. like our point guard was like dinwiddie versus darren collison and and so forth so our power <laughs> forward one was gallinari uh, nick was all about gallinari i was all about jeremy grant so we put it up for a poll and uh, i got beat on that a lot of people i guess yeah people but not still very much Gallin- though it was 55 55- Fifty-five percent to forty-five percent with one hundred and ninety-one votes. So, like, that's not that's not a huge. Difference I didn't know we're promoting wheelchairs, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> he did only play like thirty-something games last year. <laughs> also, speaking of wheelchairs, did you see Harrison Barnes on the jump? I did. I actually just watched it. Yeah. Okay. YouTube. So Paul Pierce pulls off the like when they're talking about uh, closing out games, and and Harrison's like, I took that on myself that we like I was the main leading scorer. And we lost like thirty, you know, something games by less than five points. He said, "I put that on myself that I didn't like close out some of those games." Paul Pierce literally looks at him and says, "You want me to send you some of my game tape of when I cl- how to close out games?" I could, I could not have rolled my eyes anymore. Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard. But nothing beats Steve Smith and Mike Orvin because Steve Smith just ate Mike Orvin's lunch last night when uh, <laughs> Mike Orvin tried to take a shot at him. And so was- we're talking about the Ravens again. All right. No, that was awesome, dude. Should we bring up the game last night? Should we bring the game up? I mean, we can talk about it. I mean, Andy Dalton has a good game every now and then. My Bengals beat Isaac's Ravens. Yeah, uh, that was dumb. We almost came back, though, which is awesome. Um, But, no, I mean, Andy Dalton, he'll he'll have, like, one ever, like, six games. He has a game like last night. And then the other four games, you're like, oh, crap, he's Andy Dalton (laughs) again. He's terrible again. And then they can never win a playoff game. And I saw that. I know. Uh I texted Isaac last night when it was like twenty eight to nothing or like twenty eight to seven or something, and I just texted him who day, and he responded. It was a great response. He said the AT and T number you were trying to reach is no longer in service. We are sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Anyway, all right, this is not a football podcast today. We're getting to our rankings. Um, man, some of these were very easy, and some of these were very hard as far as the centers and the fives. Again, um, we'll preface this again. Some of these guys, as far as the starting center, will change. Some of these guys will end up being fours. Some of these guys will end up, you know, backing not up starting. somebody else. Yeah, not starting at all. Um, there's one in particular that I think will not be starting, and he, I have him very high, but I don't think he will be starting at, towards the end of the year. Um, but we'll get to that. Turn like Vucevic for Orlando. Yes. Yeah, like, that one's tough. Like we went with Vucevic for Orlando whenever they have Biombo and they drafted Mobamba. They don't so like, have Biombo anymore. They traded he went him. to Charlotte. Yeah, they traded him. Never mind. Still, they, <laughs> still, have Bamba. they still have Bomba. If they start Bomba, like it wouldn't surprise us. We just had to pick one. You know who so. they do have though that could get some looks. Ooh, who? <laughs> they have Mozgov. That's who they traded Biombo oh, for. Oh yeah, they switched out those two. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they basically just flopped those guys. Flipped and flopped. Number one guy. Easiest one. Um, he also is not a center most of the time, um, but he was on the All NBA center list. Uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, this. I mean, this is no brainer. And 
it's kind of sad when you look at the, I was explaining to my dad, uh, us doing these rankings. I'm like, yeah, and then we take the averages of like, you know, a team and like their starters across the board. I said, so for instance, like the Pelicans, Anthony Davis will be like the number one center. But we ranked Etwan Moore and Solomon Hill as the 30th ranked yeah. uh, shooting guard and small forward. So it brings their their averages like down. And so anyway, this isn't a a, a conversation really. Anthony Davis is number no. one for sure. And I, and Isaac's been doing tiers on these, and so I decided to do tier, uh, some tiers on this one too. We've been trying to like who we think should be grouped together basically, and and these groups and these tiers are all pretty much interchangeable inside the tier. Yeah, um, for the most part, I think Anthony Davis is by himself. I think Embiid is yeah. Embiid is my second one. I think he's kind of close, but I think Davis is by himself. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have four tiers, and AD's mm-hmm. by himself, and then yeah, I have Embiid at two also. But this one, this this ranking, the center ranking is crazy because it is the biggest group of second, like it's the biggest second tier for me. Out of all the positions, like some of these uh, positions that or these podcasts we've did, like my second tier has been like five people or maybe like seven people. My second tier is literally goes from two to 13. Okay. So, I split that up into two, but I have the exact same. I have, I have two different tiers, two to 13. So like that, and it's kind of like power forward in the sense of you got, you just have different type of different type of centers and i know people can come at you you know people can really debate centers because they're just two totally opposite ends of the spectrum so different. like like rudy gobert and demarcus cousins two totally different people to where like depending on the makeup of your team depends on like what you need do you need you know 30 points then you need boogie but do you need a defensive anchor then you need gobert like it's just two totally different type of you know centers comparing like Jokic to clint capella I mean, come on! Like that's just completely I know, opposite. so different. So, this is, so anyway, almost, in the same way that the, you know our power forward or you know our big, um, our fours, you know, one was those those players are so different. Like you're comparing Lamarcus Aldridge and Harrison Barnes. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I mean, body type. Those guys are so different. But in the centers, it still it still matches up as you know you have guys with such completely different games because the NBA game has been opened up for these guys like you know the Porzingises and like the. You know the Jokic's who would, I guess, be a center. You know, <laughs> like in in the past, but probably play a lot of four because they don't really defend the rim. Um, yeah, you know, they're just so different than than guys like you know Whiteside, like you said, Gobert and stuff like that. So, all right, so we both have Embiid, or, or we have Davis and Embiid, one two. Uh, number three, I'm interested who you have here, but I have Al Horford. Very interesting, dude. Was, have Al Horford he was here. so good. I, I really do like Al Horford, but I do not have him at three. Oh my gosh, where do you have him? Um, in the top ten. That's okay. Um, That's... so how far down? <laughs> we'll talk about it. Oh my god, <laughs> guy, dude, he. I almost thought about putting him over Embiid because he like and guarded He's... he guarded Embiid so well in the playoffs. Yes, he okay. Trying to. Al Horford is very hard to rank because he is, he is very good and he plays on like this loaded Boston team. But when you do put stats up next to each other, oh yeah, the they're, stats they're not good suck compared to the other ones. So, um, and we're basing this. So, I have Demarcus Cousins at three, and it comes down to 
when I, I, you know, we're trying to figure out, hey, ranking these guys, assuming they're fully healthy, like ranking Cousins back yeah. when he comes back fully. And um, I just couldn't, I mean, I just can't get past, like, before he got hurt last year, he played 48 games and he averaged 25 points, 13 rebounds, and five assists a game. And I just, I mean, he shot, and from three, you know, I mean, he shot 35% from three, but he averaged six threes a game. He shot six yeah. threes a game, yeah. which is crazy. So Six attempts, I, by the way. Yeah, 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 six attempts. So, I don't know, I just can't get past I mean, he's one of the best big men in the, in the entire league. And obviously, it's one of those things where if you ask me who would I really have on defense, then yeah, give me Al Horford. But rebounds, points, you know, even some playmaking, shoot from the outside, you know, DeMarcus Cousins. So. I- I docked Boogie a little bit because of the, the injury thing, and he's going to be coming back with Golden State. I think that fit is going to be difficult to start out with. So I, I docked him a little bit for that. I probably shouldn't have. You know what? I probably shouldn't have. So our thing with – like we're basing these off of who will have the better season, and what we've consistently said over the past week is we're basically like ranking 2K player ranking, like yeah, ratings. Yeah. Like who would have the higher 2K rating – I haven't looked at their, those ratings, but I feel like Cousins would have a higher 2K rating than Al Horford. Yeah, but, but there, there's also more metri- offensive metrics in 2K than there is defensive metrics. So, yeah, yeah. For so sure. you're also taking that into account where, like, there's uh, no advanced stats in 2K. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, the the 2K rating is not like a you know an exact. It's an exact science to where there's not a lot of room for like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Other things, but okay. So you have Boogie three. I have Horford three. Number four, I have Rudy Gobert, defensive player. I, of the, defensive I do player too. Of the year. Awesome. Okay, good, good. I'm glad we're in agreement on that because if we weren't, I would be, I would be upset. <laughs> and I have him above guys like you know Towns, and I have him above um, Demarcus Cousins too because that de- that defense at the five position is so important. Um, oh yeah, I mean he's, he's the he's anchor, the best out of everybody. If you're not a believer in Rudy Gobert's game, then just send Andy Bailey a little uh, a little DM. He'll he'll try <laughs> yeah. to convince you that he's a top five player in the league. Um, do you know Rudy Gobert averaged more points per game than Al Horford? I would. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I mean, I but look who he's that. playing with. I know, but still, I would have guessed Al Horford. When I think of the two, I think of Al Horford hitting jump shots, hitting threes. Uh, just a more, I don't know, a fluid offensive player than Gobert. But. Yeah. They, they push, and Al Orford doesn't get a, a bunch of boards either. They pull him out onto the three-point line because he can space the floor, and that makes him super valuable to me too. So when, you, when you're when you able to pull like that you know, and pull a defender out to the th- three-point line, you're not going to get a ton of boards. You're not going to get a lot of you know easy post plays or, or things like that, putbacks and stuff like that. But it's so valuable for a team. You know, and and Bede does that too. And Bede's number should probably be bigger, but he's standing out at yeah, three point line too. Yeah, that's my only thing with like Horford is like how much. And and th- and this is going to show like how much I watch the Nuggets because I watched them a handful of times. But obviously, I'm not a beat writer for him. But how much differently is like Jokic and Al Horford's role as Oof. far as like and like on offense, not a ton yeah. different. Um, Horford, yeah, on offense, is like excellent passer, but on defense. It's miles different. Miles. Oh no, no, I know that. I'm talking about offensive stuff because, yeah, like, yeah. because like Jokic averages 10.7 rebounds a game, and I feel like Horford should be around 10. Instead, Horford's Horford's around seven. So like, when we're talking about their roles and how much Horford's away from the basket, I feel like Jokic might be away from the basket a lot too, like Horford, especially on the off, like on the offensive end. 
So and Horford was more, never Horford is never a huge rebound guy anyway. Yeah, I know that that's that's just what I'm. I love Horford, and I I am in the camp that people underrate him. So it feels like I'm like, whatever. But thirteen and seven, I struggle with putting him. <laughs> I know this is the like this is the Cousins Dan Patrick and, thing that he always says that Al Horford's in the Hall of Very Good and not <laughs> shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but should be in the Hall of Very Good. But I like him a lot, and I, I don't want to feel like I'm bashing because he is underrated. Yeah, difference of opinion. I, I mean, we pick guys differently for different reasons. And I pick Horford sure. because I think he's incredible. And okay, uh, number five. So four, we have Gobert. Wow, we're really going. <laughs> let's take a let's take a break here as we're only through four players. Because <laughs> you can debate these a lot. I know that's so easy to. All right, let's take a break. We come back five through thirty in our center <laughs> rankings. All right, number five. This is where I have DeMarcus Cousins. Um, there's this next kind of group that I had I had a hard time with. Um, I'll just tell you my next three. Cousins, Towns, and Jokic. <laughs> I just said I had a hard time, okay. like, all three of these guys kind of figuring out because Boogie is going to be 28, 29, and so we kind of – we know what he is. You know, he's not going to get better, really, in – at the demonstrably better in certain areas of his game. Maybe he gets he'll to probably be, shoot better three point percentage. Maybe he gets to be more efficient shooter, but he's still not going to be able to jump. He's still not going to you know play super great defense and protect the rim. Towns and Jokic are still 23, 24, and so they are yeah. still growing in their game. They're still growing into their role. Towns is still learning how to play with Butler. Jokic is you know going to be playing with Millsap a lot more this year. So I'm not sure what they add to their game, you know, to that next level. So I'm like, man, do I put them ahead of them? But I just decided to go Boogie, Towns, and Jokic in that order. So I have Towns at five and Jokic at six. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is about the same as me. The only difference is Al Horford so far. Yeah. So, like, I put this up for a poll yesterday because I think on the SI article they had – I'm pretty sure they had them right, behind, right beside each other. Of the top 100 players, yeah. they had Towns and Jokic. And they had Jokic other. ahead of Towns. So I, I put it up on a poll yesterday, like, you know, saying that I've been doing it, like Towns, you know, Jokic. And Towns won 63% to 37%, um, which kind of surprised me because I feel like Jokic has one of these, like, um, I don't know, these, these like, fan bases that really stand for him and really argue for him and, and all that stuff. But I just couldn't. When you look at their differences, they both suck at defense, and I get that. <laughs> I know, but you think of Towns as like, like Towns is such a good defender in college. You just hope that, yes. like, I'm holding out hope, and I think a lot of people are that eventually that will awaken in him. You know, he has Tibbs as his coach. He's you know had this you know he was a great defender in college. He projects as you know having all the tools. Like his tools on defense are so much better than Jokic's. But they're probably about the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on the defensive end. And so I, I I agree that I get sucked into that too, just waiting for that to eventually, you know, awaken in him or something. And when you look at the two's numbers last year, like Towns averaged twenty one a game, yeah. Jokic eighteen. Um Towns is a slightly better rebounder, a couple more rebounds a game, but Jokic had six assists a game. And Towns only yeah. had two. Um so I mean Jokic didn't even average a block per game. And that's you know very worrisome, <laughs> as a yeah. uh, average point eight blocks a game as your center, you know that's yeah. Um, but they both shot high percentage for three. Jokic well, shot thirty nine percent. Well, there's a certain center coming to coming to the Metroplex that averaged like point nine blocks a game last year. Yeah, all very true, very <laughs> true. And we'll see where he's at in our rankings. Um, 
But Towns, you know, Towns shot 42% from three last year. That is, that's very, very impressive. And he's shooting these threes off of like these, these, you know, curls and off of these, you know, off ball picks and, you know, all this. He's like turning corners and doing these crazy things. And he's shooting, he's just shooting really well off of these tough shots sometimes too. Yeah. And both of them are 22 years old. So like, I kind of put them in the same category as far as it's just, they, you know, score around the same, you know, rebound, assist, like he has better assist, Jokic, Towns better rebound. Anyway, so it's just pretty much looking at this season of who you think will take a more a step forward, and I think Towns will take a bigger step forward. And they're still close, but I, I just put Towns over Jokic by a hair. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And if you look at the year before last year, Towns averaged like 25 a game and 12 rebounds. And so when they introduced Jimmy Butler into the mix, he's way better than any player that Jokic is playing with. And so it, it docks his numbers a little bit. So his numbers would be a lot better. You know, he would get a lot more stats, I think, if uh, he wasn't playing with Butler. Yeah. So that being said. Okay, so the, then uh, so that's who I have at three with those three. And seven, you have... Chris Asperzingas. Okay, I have it at nine. He's this is a hard one because he's not gonna play. <laughs> you know, he's he's probably yeah. he might not even play this entire year. Yeah, and and this is this is another one to where it's kind of about uh, about role. Do I need a an alpha dog main go to scorer that can could get me thirty? Then that's Porzingis. Better shot blocker too. But do I need a a more glue leader, you know, do everything type of center? That's Al Horford because I still haven't had a Horford on my list. I have Horford at eight. Okay. And I understand that, I guess. So like sort of. That's maybe. just one of those things where like, okay, I know Porzingis only played in forty eight games last year, but he averaged twenty two points a game, two and a half blocks a game. So yeah, but he falls in into shooting. that. He does fall into that same type of category of with Horford as he he averaged less rebounds per game than Horford did last year in his 50 games basically at 6.6. That kind of worries you, but the thing about looking at their stats, like counting stats for these two guys is who's Porzingis playing with? Like in those 48 games, Porzingis was the guy, the only guy. He wasn't even yeah. playing with a Melo. He wasn't playing with, you know, I guess like Tim Hardaway Jr was the only guy that's, you know, demanding buckets on that team whereas Horford's playing with this lineup that could be the Eastern Conference like all-star team next year with Kyrie and Tatum and Brown and so looking at their their scoring numbers in that way like I don't know I don't think it's fair in that way and I have Horford above Porzingis and I I think it's it's just hard because he's not gonna play probably the whole year yeah so it's not gonna matter this year anyway (laughs) but for me my lasting impression of him before his entry i thought before he went down in my opinion it was his award for most improved player over oladipo before he went down oh yeah and then i mean then he went down and then it's like crap and just seeing the high level he's playing at so i don't know they're interchangeable for me but i put porzingis over horford a little bit okay I guess I can appreciate that. At number eight, this is going to be controversial, I feel like, but I have Marc Gasol. That's interesting. I didn't. Gasol is very hard to put on this list, especially look at Gasol's age compared to a lot of these guys through here. He's going to be thirty-four, isn't he? Yeah, and that's uh, he's not going to get better, probably. No, (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah. I have Gasol, Mark Gasol at 11. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I just think his he's still in that he's still in that category of he has all these different you know traits. He's a great passer, good good rim, you know, defender, you know, can score, shooter. You know, he's got he's got all these different things still. Uh his team was garbage last year, but I don't know. <laughs> I still So you have Marcus Oliver Porzingis, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have Porzingis at 9. Well, yeah, it's hard to really even argue anything about Porzingis cuz there's probably a lot of listeners right now. I'm like, why do you even have Porzingis on this list? He's not even gonna. He's not even gonna play. He's not even gonna play. Well, it, I don't want to be putting Ennis Cantor on this list. He'd be at the very bottom. So. No, he wouldn't. He'd be towards the bottom. He'd be in the bottom five. Oh no, he wouldn't. Ennis Cantor? Oh, I would have him in. It. I might have him top twenty. No, that's not saying too much. It's not saying too much, but I'd have him over. Oh, a lot of those guys. Ooh, spoiler. I'd, ha- I'd have him in between 18 and 22. Okay. That's fine. But I wouldn't have him bottom five. Seriously. I'd definitely take him over JaVale McGee. He's the worst um, He's the worst defender on this entire list, though. True. But he rebounds the heck out of the ball and can, like, play some offense. So. Oh, can he? Is he the worst defender, Nikola Jokic? Anyway, keep on going. Yeah, Jokic is better defender than Kendrick. I'd take Jokic over Kendrick for sure. Um, are we at eight or nine? I have nine. I have Porzingis. You have eight. You have Al Horford. I don't yes. know who you have at nine. Okay, so at number nine, this is a guy that I had lower, but once I looked at it, like all of his numbers from last year and thinking that they'll continue to go up is Andre Drummond. This Ooh, dude put, okay, a, good. Put, a, put some good numbers last year. Yeah, he did. 16 boards a game, 15 points, improved his free throw percentage. Um, a block and a half a game. He had like three assists a game last year too. I was surprised yeah. by that. He, he does do this game. little thing at the elbow now where he likes to be that playmaker at the elbow, which he's going to, that, that's all going to go down because of Blake. Cause Blake does that same thing. But yeah, so that he was one of those dudes where I'm like, he impressed me. I had him a little bit lower, but once I started looking at things, I had to put him up. He just rebounds the heck out of the ball. And I don't think his numbers are going to digress. Like I think they're, I think they're going to go up. Yeah, some numbers so. aren't going to, but like his assist numbers, maybe his scoring, you know, things like that. I have Drummond at 11. Ooh. So we're right there. The player I have between Porzingis and, and uh, Drummond is Capella. And Ooh, I'm, I have Capella. Wait, you have Capella at 9? At 10. Okay. I have Capella at 13. Oh. That's interesting. You're more... I, I, Capella's system means more to me than that, I think. If Capella went to the Kings, I would very, very worry about his game. He's kind of in that Mo Bamba category about fit. Yeah. And how Bamba would have had a perfect fit with Dallas. And Mm -hmm. Capella is in the perfect fit right now. I mean, we could argue this a lot, but... He's going to still be in the same system, so I'd still take him. Very true. Yeah, very, very, very <laughs> yeah. true. Very true. Um, yeah, I like Capella, but, yeah, I'll put him at 13. That's fine. I don't see, it. I don't see that 10? as a huge difference. No, I was trying to think of a poll while I go, like a Drummond versus Marcus All or a... Well, it would have to be an Al Horford versus somebody. Yeah, but I don't want to do Cousins because everybody just, like... Cousins and Porzingis right now, everybody just wouldn't understand the... Wouldn't understand injuries on our rankings right now. Yeah. 
through Twitter, and when you can't explain like how we're ranked. Who do you have at ten? Our boy. I do DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I have him at twelve. Um, his block numbers do worry you a little bit, but that stat I don't have it on top of my head. I'm not gonna look it up. But Bobby Bobby Corrala, uh with him at Mass.com, like he put out the stat of like the dunks, most dunks over the past five seasons. Yeah, yeah. Holy I saw that crap! <laughs> like the number two has like eight hundred and something dunks, and DeAndre's at one with like three hundred more dunks than number two, which is absolutely insane and man it's gonna be so much fun my dad joked joked to me about it and said is Mavericks playing on Christmas I'm like ha 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 <laughs> no we're not playing on Christmas he goes he said man the NBA might wish they did he said there's a real chance y'all could be super exciting this year like with Luca and DeAndre catching lobs and Dennis like if everybody stays healthy he said y'all could be like a really fun I think he was trying to say we could be a fun league pass team but I don't think he like he doesn't do league pass so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we have all these weird words for things that you know like we picked up from nba twitter and the league pass team is a zach Lowe, bill simmons kind of thing i think we will be like a great league pass. oh team. heck yeah oh definitely i mean personally i will watch every single game yes you will <laughs> <laughs> all right um so number 10 i have capella number 11 i have drummond okay and then i have deandre at 12 Interesting. I have uh, Mark Gasol at 11. Yep. And then I have Steven Adams at 12. Yeah, I have Adams at 13. When you compare Adams and Capella's numbers, they're like Capella's are a lot better. And when you look mm. at system, you're like, mm, sure, there's maybe a D'Antoni system in there, but you're also playing with pretty much the same level of players, right? Harden, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Paul George, you know. Capella's numbers were better. I guess. I mean, who's a better passer? Who's going to pass you the ball more, Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook? I mean, Westbrook, didn't he lead the league in assists last year? I don't. Who would you rather have you pass you the ball? Who would I rather have me have pass me? Oh, Chris Paul. He's the point guard. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... I don't I don't know their usage rates, but I would say that uh, Russell Westbrook, when you have the ball in your hand that much, it does help you get assists. Your hate on Russell Westbrook is... I'm not yeah, a biggest fan of him. I'm not really either, but... Uh, all right, that that's the ne- that pretty much caps the next tier. You know, however our, our tiers are yeah, going. For, yeah, for sure. That, At 13. I'm a- surprised you didn't have one other person in that group. Because I started the next tier with a certain guy, and I'm intrigued where you have him because he was very hard to rank. Same for me. It's a good place to stop uh, and uh, take a break. At number 14, for the, the back half of this list, this whole next tier, I have a guy, and I think we have Uh-oh. the same guy. Actually, ah, I think oh, we have crap. the same guy. I'm not sure he's going to even be starting by the end of the year because his backup is so good. Oh, we definitely don't have the same guy. Okay, it's Miles Turner. No, wait. Why would he not be starting? Because Demondis Sabonis is so good. Oh, stop. He is definitely not starting over Miles Turner. I'm I'm telling you. There's no way. I, I, I have Miles Turner too at 14, but there's no way he's starting over him. I'm, 
I'm saying by the end of the year, he's starting at the beginning of the year for sure. But by the you end of the year, Sabonis, so, so they're the exact same age. They're still like trying to show everything. I'm, I'm holding out. They'll trade Turner before that happens. Okay, which very well could happen. Okay, maybe to the Mavericks. Well, so that'd be awesome. That'd be excellent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm glad we have the same guy there, Miles Turner. His numbers yes. were not incredible, but you see the potential there. He's definitely got more potential than anybody else, maybe on this list besides like Aiton. Yeah, he's one of those guys that take the next step to where, like, I have him at 14. You could compare his numbers with some of these other guys maybe and be like, oh, how do you have him? Like, But I think he's going to, like, take a next step in his career this year. And if he doesn't, then this ranking is not warranted, I don't think. I think that he – Yeah, and he could – I think he could move past, like, Adams, Capella, Marc Gasol. Like, That'd be tough. He would have to, like, fully realize his potential. He's but, got he's got the full he's got every potential that Capella has right now except he can shoot and Capella can't. This is true. So master what Capella has and then you can shoot, which will put you over him. Fair, fair. Anyway, that's who we have at fourteen. At fifteen, this one was this one was was interesting, but I have Dwight Howard. Holy crap, Nick! He's better than everybody else on this list. Oh, man. He's better than this, everybody else under will, him. This will be part of our poll. The locker room thing is awful. <laughs> and I, I don't expect Washington sure. to end well, but he's still a good player. All right. Um, the player I have, I had him in my 20s when I first made the list, and then I started looking at everything, and I'm like, okay, I'm a believer in him, so why do I don't have him higher? It's DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden. Aiden at yeah. 15. I have him at 18. Okay, it's not that bad. I, th- I thought we was about to have a DeAndre Aiden Dwight Howard poll. Had Dwight Dwight Howard at twenty three. Wow, that's a- that that's actually surprising. Twenty three? You think What's all these dudes are better this? than Dwight Howard? Yes. Gosh. Yeah, I would take these guys over Dwight Howard. Oh my goodness. That's awful. Okay. Let's, let's keep on going, Nick. Let's He's, see if we have one of these guys through here that we can make a poll out of. All right. And uh, 69 Whiteside. Hey, me too. Okay, good. He was hard to rank too, but yeah, he still can rebound the heck out of the ball and score in a post. So. Yeah, and block shots. but He needs a new scenery. But bad, badly. Just not in Dallas. Um, 17, I have Vucevic from Orlando. I had no clue what to do with him. But I didn't, I didn't I did either, but he had good game. numbers last year. He had good assist numbers, shoots. Um, he also might not start. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like Mo Bamba will start because I think they'll suck, but we'll see. Probably Vucevic. I don't know. I have Vucevic in 19. He hit 16, 16 points, 9 boards, 3.5 assists, a steal, and a block a game. That's, yeah, that's, that's not bad. Those are good numbers for less than 30 minutes a game. Where'd you have Vucevic? Yeah. Hey, wait. Those are really great numbers. Compared to Dwight Howard, those look great. Yeah, but you're getting zero defense from Vucevic, and you're getting defense. You're getting zero everything else from Dwight. You're getting farts. This is what you're getting. (laughs) Where'd you have Vucevic? I had Vucevic at 19. At 17, I had Nurkic. Okay, I had Nurkic at 20. Hmm. About the same. It's not poll worthy. No. Who'd rather have Nurkic or Dwight Howard? Yeah. That's That's not worthy because you're only like three spots. Yeah. Uh, then 18, I had Aiton. Okay. Aiton could definitely bump up above Dwight and even Miles Turner, I think, for sure, this year. Yeah. Um. Yes, I agree. There's a lot of people that are DeAndre Aiton haters, and I don't get you. 
Um, yeah, that's dumb. Give me Brooke Lopez at 18. Okay, I have him at 23. Ooh, this could be our poll. Who'd rather Why have- do you hate Brooke Lopez? He's a Laker. He doesn't rebound the ball at all. Okay, that's he cool. never I mean, has. doesn't shoot at all. Yeah, but he defends the rim. Brooke Lopez kind of defends the rim. Okay. And and Dwight rebounds in. Interesting. Who would you rather have, Dwight Howard or Brooke Lopez? Is that our poll? Possibly, yeah. Is that our poll? Okay. Possibly. We'll, we'll hold that one. Um, number eighteen, number nineteen. Uh, you have Vucevic, and I have Pau Gasol. Still holding on. Still kicking. Hey, he's definitely still holding on. I still take him over Dwight Dwight Howard. I got Gasol at twenty one. Okay. About the same there. Uh, Still kicking, yeah. I mean, he's just a smooth player. He's gonna, he'll be fine. This I mean, could be the big. This sucked, could be the but, big drop off year for him, but yes, like if he like retired like halfway through the season, it wouldn't surprise me or something. It'd be surprised if he was halfway through the season, but the end of this year, if he's if he retired, I wouldn't be surprised. Very true. And he's getting his number retired in L.A. for sure. Is for it? sure? Two titles. Uh, went to the finals another year. Was there for a while. Put up numbers. Interesting. I guess he should. I mean, hmm. he's better than Brad Davis. Next. <laughs> you start looking around at like all it's the Lakers. You can't have the same. You start looking around at all these teams. You're like, man, that guy got his jersey retired, and we're arguing if Pau Gasol should get his jersey retired. Yeah, but it's the Lakers. A little different when you have 16 they're, or how many have retired compared to one. Do you look at their jerseys that have been retired and you're like, oh, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Top top 10 player ever. Top 10 player hey, Nick, ever. Why are we talking about the Lakers again, huh? <laughs> hey, it's better than talking about the Ravens. It's a different sport. No. Uh, the, it's like the Blazers. The Blazers won like one title and they like retired like five players from yeah. the team. <laughs> yeah, that can't even I happen for the Mavs. Know. They weren't there long enough. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, number 20, I have Nurkic. Who do you have at twenty? Valanciunas. I Valanciunas at twenty one. Him and okay. like him and Nurkic are so like close to me that I was having a hard time figuring out who to put ahead, and I was like, I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, he still rebounds and can score some. Now I have Pau Gasol at twenty one. Yeah, and then uh, twenty two. This one was tough for me. He's on an awful, awful garbage team, but he added a three point shot this year. Dwayne Dedman. What? Yeah. I have him at 30. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the crap are you going with? I think he's fine. He added a three-point shot this year. I mean, yeah, he's fine. I mean. Defends a little bit. All right. I'm not wasting more minutes on Dwayne. There's no point in wasting. Honestly, for me, this is my next tier. 22 through 30 are all interchangeable. This... All this group does not – I would not be upset if you had one guy, like, super low or super high. Like, Deadman, I don't care. Like, 30 and 22, not a big difference. 22, I have Willie Cauley-Stein. <laughs> what, do you have him at 29? I have him at 30. <laughs> That's our poll. That's Willie Cauley-Stein D- or Dwight, <laughs> Dwight Howard. Or Dwayne Deadman. No, it's Dwight Howard because I because it's the same – like, I have Dwight Howard at, at – I have Willie Cauley-Stein over Dwight Howard. That's wild. Because I have Dwight Howard at 23. You have him at what? 15. You have him at 15, and you have Willie Cauley-Stein at 30. So that's 15 spots difference. 
And I have Kali Stein over Dwight, so that's definitely our poll. I'll probably still I'll probably lose it, but that's our biggest difference for sure. I have Kevin O'Connor on my side. He just did a whole like article about how Dwight Howard's still good. Oh crap. Oh, this is gonna be I'm, I'm probably gonna get roasted on this, but we'll do either Brooke Lopez or Kali Stein. The problem you... is like Willie Kali Stein's been on this awful team and he still doesn't even put up numbers. True. Like he's just I wouldn't be surprised if Willie Colley Stein is third on the depth chart by the end of the year. <laughs> He's the only player on this list I think could be third on the depth chart at the end of the year. He could be cut by the end <laughs> yeah, of the year. He could be waived. <laughs> Straight up waived. Um, that's wild. Willie Colley Stein over Dwight. Even though I, I understand like the off like the, you know, teammate stuff, locker yeah. room, blah blah blah. We can still keep it Brooke Lopez, but either way. Um, so I have Brooke Lopez at 23. Okay, and I have Dwight. You have Dwight. Gortat at 24 for me. I have Gortat at 25. I have Jared Allen at 24. I have him at 28. It's close enough. Dang, you hate her. No, he just... I like him. He's still just super raw to me. I think he takes another step forward this year. Oh, for sure. And he's, and we have him starting. That's a big step forward. So I expect Please don't tell me you have JaVel McGee over him. <laughs> just one spot. Oh, dear God. Just one spot. You have Tristan Thompson over him too. No, Tristan Thompson twenty nine. Okay, <laughs> it's very very bottom. Okay, so let's just let's just run through the the rest of this list. Um, I have Gortat at twenty four, Robin Lopez at twenty five, Cody Zeller at twenty six, Javale at twenty seven, Jared Allen at twenty eight, Tristan Thompson twenty nine, Willie Colley Stein at thirty. <laughs> and I the order is like I rolled the dice. <laughs> twenty five. I have Gortat twenty six. Zeller. 27, Robin Lopez, 28, Tristan Thompson, 29, McGee, 30, Dwayne Devin. <laughs> Who did you have at 28? Tristan. Tristan. Oh, Tristan. And then 24, that's my last one that I have to fill in for you. Oh, Jared Allen. Oh, Jared Allen. There you go. That's our rankings. I will post them in their entirety on Mavs Moneyball, as I have with all these other ones. If you want to go back and roast us more, go vote on the poll at Locked On Mavs. Who Brooke would you Lopez rather have? Or Dwight Howard. Really, Willie Colley Stein or Dwight Howard? Oh, we're doing that one or Brooke? You were laughing about the Willie Colley Stein one. That's true. We'll see. But I, Brooke I like Lopez the... and Dwight Howard are so different. That yeah, yeah. Let's use that one. You like that one better because you won't get killed as much. I'll get killed on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> both of them will be fine. I still would rather take Willie Colley Stun. But. Okay, so then that makes our t- – we're already way over, so we might as well go try to go back and see what our teams are. So right now our teams are um, – like our- No, we got to do this on like Monday because we got to have a bench unit too, Nick. Oh, fair. Okay, fair. Okay. Uh We'll bring our teams as our who would we rather have rankings. <laughs> this is going to be weird teams. Like, this is not going to make sense at all. We should do, like, a 2K simulation with them. Like, like draft <laughs> these teams and make them play. I'll put them on 2K over the weekend <laughs> and see who has the highest, like, rated team. Yeah. So, there you go. Guys, thanks so much for listening this week. Um, after Man. Media Day on Friday, we're going back to five shows a week. We are. dun dun dun, dun. Woo! We're going back so every be, single day. They'll be a little shorter, but we're gonna do every single day. Keep up with the news. We'll be all up in it, all up in the business. This is question. This is I, the place, and 
Thanks so much for joining us all summer. This is the place for Luka Doncic coverage, Luka Doncic news. You've been with us. Stick with us. Stick. It's just stick getting better us. from here. Oh, it's it's only started from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, <laughs> I think we started from the middle. <laughs> started well, yeah, I guess we did. Well, I don't even know if it was the middle. <laughs> anyway, um, by the way, still we're still top ten in the uh, Locked On Networks like overall downloads for the nba for the nba yeah. side so like we beat out some big markets and that's thanks thanks to thanks to you guys um question let us know i haven't even asked nick about this so this is fun oh gosh let us know if you would want a weekend pod next weekend recap or like if you want us to record right after media day oh i thought we were just gonna do this anyway we're definitely doing all right this. don't yeah, let us know it will happen yeah so we're definitely so doing come this. out like friday evening night yeah Saturday, whenever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. After Never we're right. able hey, to take in all the media day stuff, obviously this year I'm not going to be there. Isaac will be there, but after I take in all the stuff, we'll be we'll have a pod for sure. I can't wait. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Maps.